What is up, you guys? I'm your host, Michael Swoboda, and this is The Average Alaskan Podcast, the show where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of Alaskan outdoors and life in Alaska. Like always, joined by the great and powerful Mr. Sean Love. What's up, guys? And it's the new year. It is officially 2023. 2020 has come and gone. It's been fast. It's been quick. But we're into a whole new year. Thank goodness. Heck yeah. What a year. We're happy to be back. I know we've been gone the last couple of weeks. Had a lot of stuff going on. I was traveling, got back from that, had to accomplish some honeydews that were absolutely crucial because there was about to be no longer a honey in the honeydew situation. So uh, <laughs> had to, had to you know, fix that fire real quick. But um, been doing that and then uh, had some technical difficulties last week. Was going to put up an episode from Sheep Season. But files corrupted a bunch of BS with that stuff. Ended up just shelving it for now. Going to figure out how to get that file back up and going for you guys. But that's an awesome story about a young man's first successful sheep hunt at the blooming age of 19. So Jeez. awesome episode. Super lucky guy. Killed a hell of a ram. Fun episode. We filmed it out at boys camp. Great time. Um, but you guys will eventually hear that. That was supposed to be for you guys last year. But... Uh, you know, didn't happen. So it's a new year. It'll work out. New year, new me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like any New Year's resolutions, Mr. Sean? Um, cut back on the caffeine. Yeah. Because your boy pounds caffeine. Like <laughs> 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 a municipal coffee drink. Of For sure. <laughs> um, and definitely cut back on sugar because I'm a sugarholic and it's bad for you, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I got no teeth. <laughs> yeah, sugar's bad. Apparently. Be looking British in no time. What do you got? Uh, um, Get a job. Um, I don't know. Noted. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I was thinking about it. Usually I don't ever do anything for like resolution wise. I'm a firm believer of just like be better every day. Don't wait for a holiday. But uh, I caught myself all holiday season being like, I'll do that come uh, New Year's. It's like the fourth or something like that. I ain't doing shit. (laughs) But uh, no, just... I don't know, be a better person, Getting want to get a bunch of stuff done on the house, uh, you know, making progress with the bathroom. It's looking great. It's going to be kick-ass. After that, we've got uh, just real small finished work projects in the house, and then it'll be pretty much completely remodeled. And then this spring, uh, just got done uh, drawn up plans for Jordan's chicken palace she's building. It's a palace. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> You're telling me about it, I was like, holy I, shit. It's working out. It's paying off. There's a egg or statewide egg shortage right now, and our uh, huge seven uh, chickens are uh, pumping them out daily. So uh, if you need some eggs, uh, hit us up at uh, average underscore Alaskan underscore podcast on Instagram and average <laughs> Alaskan uh, podcast uh, at yahoo.com. Now, be within reason. We will ship, but it has to be in refrigerated boxes, and you're going to pay shipping. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> but hey, they're good eggs. They're quality. They uh, are all different. Some have speckles. Some are lighter. Some are darker. And occasionally, you get a double or triple yoker. So Hell yeah, you know. I got I got a double yoker yes, not too long ago. Jake was supposed to swing by and pick up some eggs. He called me earlier today. He's like, "Man, got a big favor to ask." He's like, "Chelsea's on this, you know, fitness kick, and you know her diet's real squirrely, and she uh, we, we we're out of eggs. The stores don't have eggs. Do you have a carton of eggs?" Yes, dude. Just come over. I of course, was like, I got five bring eggs. your old cartons. I know you got. No, you <laughs> stashed them, but uh, uh, but no. So he's supposed to swing by. I was going to give him his Christmas present, but um, he just never showed up. So I'm sorry, Chelsea. Uh, you're going to bed hungry tonight. There are no <laughs> eggs in the fridge, and uh, your boyfriend's abusive. I'm sorry about it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame it on him. No, Jake is a wonderful person. And uh, great words of Jake Richter. Don't fucking eat that. Don't fucking eat that. <laughs> but you can't eat our eggs. Uh, let right. us know over at the Instagram. Did you hear oh. about, speaking of statewide, fucking, uh, not fucking, uh, um, <laughs> sorry, it's a horrible habit. I should stop that. Instead of saying, um, or let me think. It's always fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> follow it up with a, oh, my, my fucking bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Safeway got bought out. Really? Yeah, they're like owned by the Albertsons because they were already encompassed with Albertsons. Fred Myers, I believe. Really incorporated yeah. them all, huh? Yeah. Interesting. As far as I know. Well, you should tell them that they should uh, stock the shelves because that shit was empty today. <laughs> I went to go buy bell peppers and I felt horrible. I was going to buy like I think I was going to buy like ten, but there was like 
nine on the shelf. So I was like, yeah, I'll take six and I'll leave the three moldy ones for someone else. <laughs> and then got back. One of ours was mad moldy on the inside. We're like, damn. Son of a bitch, scrape it out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> We're throwing that part away anyway. Yeah, that's so right. like, scrape <laughs> it out. That'd be fine. Oh. But yeah, apparently it's a big deal because all we've got in Alaska is like Costco. Oh, and they've cut, cut back on Walmarts as well. Right. Walmart in Juneau, I believe, had a closure. Huh. There's three bears is uh, expanding. They're doing good. They should because they're the only Alaska, mm-hmm. to, like, actual general store. Did you see that they're uh, one of the old Sears buildings in Anchorage? They're turning into a Amazon uh, sorting facility. No shit. Yeah. They're expanding the lot and everything. Make I think they're going to have, like, uh, 140 delivery drivers out of there or something like that. Damn. Yeah. I mean, of all, I, I believe Alaskans use things like that, like Amazon. Online shopping. Online so shopping. Much. Because delivery services in Alaska, well, awesome. we don't, yeah. fucking awesome. Because there's not many brick and mortar stuff, so especially if even here we're on the road system, but our you know closest Walmart and Home Depot is still two hours away, and then if you you know our closest uh, Lowe's is five, so it's yeah. like you know it's a pain in the ass for sure. But so that looks cool. Brings you know some more jobs and whatnot. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. Amazon's uh, more efficient up here. Yeah, you're the, trying to unionize Amazon. Yeah, they've been they've been pushing for that for a while. I know, like at least uh, last year, they were pushing pretty heavy. They had some uh, union efforts going down in like uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's the state that shitty state shaped like a sock? New Jersey, New Jersey. Uh, I think New Jersey was working on that, but they were getting railroaded left and right. But good to hear that they're you know pushing back on that again. I mean, I'm not really. Don't have feelings one way or the other about unions. I think think it can be good. I've never been a part of one. Never, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, overall good. I think you have the choice. If you don't want to work for them, don't work for them. If you want no. to pay your dues, pay your dues. Do whatever. But uh, I think a big corporation like that, it's not a bad idea to have some or of like internal regulation just because – you know, when you're putting profit above everything at that scale, there's definitely going to be some uh, corners cut, some sure. bottles shit in. And <laughs> For sure. Uh, I might be pro-union. Maybe not. I don't know. My dad was a union guy. Yeah. He was union millwright for fucking 15 years or some shit like that. It could be really good. Yeah. But it could be really bad. Yeah. I, I think in certain, when implied, applied right, it works, I mean, great, but... You've just run into a lot more like state and regional politics with it, political and issues, yeah. and that's why I'm like, I, I shoot, yeah. If you want to, if you want to form a union, sure, do it. If you can get enough people on board for it, and yeah, I'm a big, you know, let the let the people say what they want, and if they're all on board with it, let them do it, and if they hate it, do it. My biggest hangup is that unions you pay your dues, but they end up donating money to political campaigns, one way or the other, which could be good. You know, you could prop up someone, say you're an oil worker, and they prop up, you're, you're part of a union, and they prop up someone that's going to vote for mm. big oil, you know. But there's also, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into the weeds about it, but. Yeah. I think with the big, the biggest issue with anything like that, there just needs to be proper auditing with everything, because it just, sure. you need to under, there just needs to be transparency. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because that's any, anything with any type of bureaucracy, there's always, you know, skimming or, you know, once once there's closed door stuff going on, then everything goes downhill. But as long as you stay open, clear, and, you know, keep your whatever your mission ahead of you, it should work out. Never you ends know? up that way. It's that's like, you know, part. communism works perfect on paper. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, well, enough politics. We've got funner stuff to yeah, talk that about. That was the weeds. <laughs> More funner earth things. Um, I just got back from, or not just got back, but uh recent trip to Vegas. That was fun. Great time. First time to Vegas. Went down for the national finals rodeo. Super great time. Went there for like four nights of the rodeo. We were in Vegas seven days, six, I think seven days. We had four tickets a night, group of six. So we we're just kind of rotating around, which worked out perfect because we got nights where we got to see Vegas, go do some other things, go see some shows and stuff. And plus, I mean, love rodeo, but just seven days, that environment can be, it's like seven days of anything. By the end, you're like, oh, <laughs> turn the fuck work. out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, great. The competitors were amazing. Great atmosphere. Filled up the UNLV uh, Coliseum there, their basketball stadium. Super great atmosphere. The town was 
awesome for you know they turn vegas turns cowboy for a week of the year and it's that week and it was cool to just see it and go down to fremont street do all that stuff do the you know casino runs lose all your money do all that but <laughs> yeah but it was cool we went and saw uh jordan's uh diehard rupaul fan so went and saw a rupaul live in vegas had some amazing seats totally recommend it to anybody i know it's not a lot of people's cup of tea it was an amazing performance. I don't even it, know who the hell it is. It's uh, you know RuPaul. It's they're uh, it's all uh, drag queen. She's famous. Oh drag- yeah. yeah, 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 fuck, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't know who it is. Yeah, right. That would make sense. Crazy good show. <laughs> <laughs> the awesome gay couple next to us. Shout out to those guys. They're down in Miami. Awesome people. Bought her drinks all night. Had a blast. Jordan got amazing tickets for us. Turned out to be. An absolute blast. If you're ever, the amount of, the best part was we were there. So it was in the Flamingo Hotel there on the Strip. And because it's NFR, so everybody in town's in for the NFR. And so many guys and their wives at the show. So many dudes that had never even, you know, didn't know what drag queens like, were oh going into. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and oh. every wife was just fangirling out about it. It was, it was an awesome atmosphere. It was super fun. The host was amazing. Uh, give it a shot, guys. It's a blast. Uh, <laughs> Michael knows how to have fun. All right. I'll say that. Um, went to that. What else did we do? Uh, Kendra and Brendan, who were down there with us, they went and hit a couple comedy shows. I was bummed. Didn't get, a, get in on any of the comedy. Um, we missed the Co Wetzel concert. Oh, dude. I know. <laughs> Jordan didn't want to be in the pit for it. And I was like, that's where you want to be. <laughs> I, I like, want to be getting beer spilt on me. <laughs> Count me in. Right. Oh, but so missed out on that. But uh, checked out a really cool place called Area 15, which was like a converted warehouse building into, a, I don't even know what to call It's like a mix between an art exhibit uh kind of like a millennials paradise it, it had like six bars through it throughout it one of it one of the bars was uh arcade bar so fully functioning bar and then all the walls are just lined in old arcade games no pinball machines pool tables another bar in there was just a full like axe throwing alley bar um another bar in the center that just had this giant um uh color changing tree exhibit thing which was really neat a uh, bunch of like vr activities you can do and then their main attractions called omega mart which is basically like a converted storefront you can buy anything off the shelves but they're all kind of like uh gimmicky mock products you know like uh you know emergency clams or just like a bunch of like weird you know cow eyeballs <laughs> like yeah exactly but then as you like go through the store and stuff it leads you into like there's all these like hidden doors and you'll open a freezer door to grab something out of it and then it goes into this tiny hallway that leads you into uh like a conspiracy theory headquarters that leads into this giant you know frozen uh like north of the pole north pole scene it's just like this huge immersive like art museum thing and there's uh like a huge scat it's all interactive it's just cr- it's like it's a one of a kind in the world, just super cool, full. Like, you know, I think the building's like 40,000 square foot and it's just turned into like a adult. It's like a Dave and Buster's, but for your frequent, like, I don't know, Molly LSD. <laughs> like, it's just Wild. like, I don't know. It's crazy. And, um, but that was really neat where we were only there for like two hours, but you could spend, I mean, a week in there. It was, you know, insane. Get super lost. Cool. Oh yeah. But um, got back up here and just got back on the horse doing stuff and trying to knock out the house. But it was cool. We went and uh, did a turn and burn 24-hour ski trip. That was a blast. That was just, what, three, four days ago now? Yeah. Shit. Just last weekend? Yeah. But that was, a good, that was a good break. Got to link up with a good buddy, old high school classmate. I was like, roommate? What, was, what do you call that? <laughs> high school classmate, college yeah. classmate. You know, football teammate of ours and got to go hit the mountains with him and good buddy Jackie, old Jackie Heimbold. And it was a good, it was a good time. Mountain wasn't in ideal shape. Don't shit. Snow <laughs> conditions were awful. poor. The weather was nice, but uh, by the end of the day, the freaking mountain was just churned up. Dude, I could not keep an edge in anywhere. Yeah, you need to get those freaking edges tuned. <laughs> Tune her up. Yeah. But it was also just sheets of ice. Yeah. On our last run down the mountain, 
It was beat to shit. Oh, dude, you look back and it just looked like a freaking, you know, like a mortar mortar training field. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what the fuck war. happened up here? <laughs> right. I'm riding a snowboard. Because the beginning of the day, it was it was nice. The mountain was. I mean, there oh, wasn't yeah. any fresh snow. It was but, well groomed. Uh, yeah, very well groomed. <laughs> looked great. But man, at the end of the day, moguls riding a snowboard. I hate moguls. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, they suck so bad. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, I was rocking uh, boots a little too small. I bought a pair of boots the day before, just coincidentally, from uh, old Jakey Poo, some touring boots, and nice setup. And when I was trying them on before I bought them from I was like, they might be a touch small, but I've got the world's worst feet and ankles for, you know, any type of, you know, technical footwear. So I was like, you know, my ski boots usually are a little tight. Um, and then by about three o'clock that day, I was like, yeah, they're a little small. <laughs> they like, can't confirm they're a little small. Sucks. Yeah. I know but, you started slow. You're the last person to go slow <laughs> and you were slowing down behind us. I was like, shit, Michael must be in pain. <laughs> <laughs> the old toes. Well, it wasn't even so much that they hurt. Cause like they'd go numb after a while, but then I couldn't like, I didn't have any control of my turns cause I could only feel like the heel of my foot. So mm. just trying to like, anytime I really had to like power into a turn, it was just like, I hope. You know, I can't, and there's no feel, there's no touch to it. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like sending it into everyone. And then by the last run, man, I was just like shaky getting to the bottom because it was, I think it was just a mental trip when you're like, I'm in pain now. And then your brain's yeah. like, yeah, yeah we're going to be in pain. We're yeah. going to, uh, that's all you're going to think about now. <laughs> last run, pro tip, don't stop in the middle of the mountain. <laughs> don't stop in the middle of the trail, the middle of the groom. Don't stop. Go to the side. I don't care where you are. Just don't be in the middle. We had, there must have been an accident or something, but right after the middle chair on the mountain, last run, yeah. there's a huge cluster before, before it branches off. Oh, God. The, that little catway. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, it's probably 10 feet across, yeah, 12 that, feet across. Where those two trails merge and there's yeah. a catwalk. No, that was, I sat there for like five minutes because I was like, it's like the cluster, grade A clusterfuck. There. That may have been the best snowboarding I've ever done because <laughs> I just skeeched around the side super hard. That was the worst I've ever seen that get churned up because it just gets a ton of traffic because mm-hmm. you got the mid-mountain skiers hit, skier, oh, the skiers and boarders hitting it. Then you've got the people running the top of the mountain that merge into that if they're making a run to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it just gets so churned up. And it was, I mean, it wasn't cold that day, but it was below freezing. But, I mean, there was an, a freaking eight-foot not a, I mean, it's not even a mogul. It was just a, it was a snow berm in the center of this merging catwalk. Never seen that before there. Like, it gets churned up there by the end of the day, but it was gnarly. And there's people just walking down it with their skis over the shoulder. And it's only, I mean, it's two-thirds the size of the width of the garage in here. Like, yeah. it's not a big trail. And there wasn't, like, a slowdown flare or <laughs> a sign that's like... Yeah. Cluster fuck ahead. Yeah. I always just expect it. Past three o'clock in that mountain, that section, stay away. Dude, I was cooking. I was like, last run, let's fucking go. Cooking down that bitch. And I saw Ski Patrol way down there, and they're standing to the side, and I saw, like, two elderly couple, skis in hands, walking down, and then a bunch of little kids on the right-hand side stopped sitting, waiting, and there's a bunch of people sitting and waiting, like, all over the middle. Mm. I was like, okay, <laughs> it's time to do this. I'm not waiting. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was, yeah, I got separated a good bit from y'all there because I was like, I'm just, because at this point I'd already just like that last leg of the mountain. I was like, fuck, I just need to get down. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, I had these demo skis that I wasn't super comfortable with. Just, they were too wide for that day. I needed to get some good, you know, groomer carvers Mm -hmm. and I had more powder skis, but they're fun skis to ride. They're great skis. But by the time, at the end of the day, couldn't really command my turns like like I wanted to. And they were longer skis. And I was like, I'm just going to let some of this guy there's one dude had his kid on his back bringing him down my brother had his skis his kid dropped his skis in front of me finally i just filed in behind him because i was like he just kind of was snow plowing his way down i was like i'll just sit in his wake and you know keep his kids safe <laughs> yeah. like, good excuse but and then i took like my only spill of the day down on the bottom just right for me i was just like every time in front of the day lodge i'm just like because i'm just standing straight not worried about my skis and just like catching edge just like, <laughs> i was like nice oh levi was standing right next to me i watched it come down i was like <laughs> right. all day but you know gotta fall at least once 
Dude, I fell more than once. Yeah. It's because of all those stupid boards. <laughs> Snowboards. And we were in that tiny little chute. I mean, it was maybe five feet across. Oh, when you hit that freaking little tree. Yeah. Dude, I nailed a tree. I mean, it was probably an inch in diameter. <laughs> just enough to hook my board around. I should have hit a dead center. <laughs> no, it was a shitty chute. It was just ice. Ice all the way down. Shoot. <laughs> I had, there was an older lady right in the middle, like, sidestepping all the way down the chute. I was like, oh, no, I'm going too fast to stop. <laughs> oh, no. Sent it off to the right where I went down. Mm. And I was like, Michael, don't. <laughs> yeah. It was probably, like, I don't know, eight-foot drop. Mm. I rode down on my ass. Yeah, and then that, the other little, you know, the side chute that I went down wasn't bad, but it was too narrow to get, like, my skis really turned around, and there was no powder, so I couldn't, like, heel turn into it. So I was just, like, had to finally just, like, you know, jump, turn, shoot down the chute, and then just freaking, you know, hockey stop my way down the freaking yeah. drop because I wasn't going to send it off into a freaking sheet of ice. <laughs> send my knee through my face again. So. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> Happens too often, so i got to pump the brakes on that. But there was some decent snow. Yeah, it was. I mean, great time on the mountain. It was just, it was fun to, like, even when we got back, I was like, shit, we weren't even gone. You know, we, from the time we left my house to got back to my house, it was like, 25 hours we were gone yeah we just oh used to do so many trips like that but so much harder with Welcome relationships <laughs> yeah i just gotta no, make that's time. not even yeah exactly that's just not make even time. the big problem exactly and it's rare for everybody to get a window like that and yeah. not have other freaking honeydews or anything going on so we'll leave every thursday man we go every thursday every thursday night haul ass yeah. that's that was a suck drive yeah the roads are not great no <laughs> especially heading up Holy yeah. cow, it started raining in the past, oh. and it's just a sheet of ice. Never a great sign when it's raining on the way to the resort. <laughs> yeah, we're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still a good time. It was still fun. We tater-packed my car, yeah. <laughs> big time. Oh, yeah. Holy cow, we had three. We had one of the seats folded down in the back. Not a big car in the first place. Two guys in the front, and like a one-and-a-half seat in the back. <laughs> you rode on the hump mm. a majority of the way, didn't you? Yeah. It wasn't bad. I fit in small spots, which ain't too bad. I usually, yeah. especially when it's like it's either me or Levi in that seat, or like when me and you rode. I was like, I'll tell you, I don't mind being cramped. I'm bendy. Yeah. But like if Levi's back there, I'm like, you can have the you can have the real seat. You can have the seat. <laughs> Your shoulders can't touch. So. <laughs> yeah, it was cozy to say the yeah, least. Ain't bad. <laughs> the worst worst road trip we ever did. Uh, my freshman year of college, we were going down to my beach house, and we took my roommate. He had a Tacoma, four-door Tacoma at the time. Nice truck, but he had a big 18-inch, like, box sub where mm. one of the seats were. And we pulled that for the trip. There's four of us driving down, and we are doing a straight shot from Aberdeen, South Dakota, to the coast of Texas, which, counting, you know, gas station stops, is about 26, 27 hours. And we didn't have a seat because his seat to replace it was back in Idaho where he lived. And so we just, like, <laughs> didn't even... Like we could have fabbed like a little like you know two by four box with some uh, plywood over top. We just found like a sturdy cardboard box that lasted about three hours of the drive, <laughs> and so you had to just rotate between the three seats, and then one person kind of just hover squatting <laughs> over the. The problem was he had a floor mounted like ten inch sub under that box to where you couldn't sit on the sub because it fuck it up. So you just kind of had to like yeah, you had to like sit around it and just like curl up around the. <laughs> For 27 Where's hours. a milk crate when you need it? <laughs> right. It was, oh, that was a rough one. That was less than ideal. Those yeah. Tacomas don't have much leg room either. <laughs> Not even kind of. No. I'd, and, you know, I trust our friend group to drive. <laughs> but I was. It didn't seem like I it. was I'm stressed the fuck out. <laughs> because Jack doesn't have the best <laughs> reputation when it comes to driving. Neither does Le- Levi's rolled his truck. He's rolled one. I got, yeah. So I was like, man, I think I've got the best insurance so far. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I went on the way back. You're like, I'm not driving the whole way. I was like, I'll drive. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. It's okay. So, all right. Where's the fucking Red Bull? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a good time, though. It was nice to hit the mountain. Pounded that whole little bucket of fireball fireball shooters. shooters. (laughs) Told you. Told you we would. The great little mid-mountain snacks. Dude, a little snacky poo. Yeah, a little little, chairlift pick-me-up. Yeah, you're like, I could could bomb this shit. Let's (laughs) fucking do it. Right? Some little white girl whiskey in you. Oh, dude. going good. (laughs) It was tasty. It was a good ride. Oh, it was a blast. Taco Bell got annihilated. 
Yep, always usual. got to. Got to when you're going through old slut dot now. It's a treat. Heck yeah. I could uh, a couple of dollar fifty uh bean rice and cheese burritos or whatever those are. Hell yeah. Always gotta load up on Better only be a dollar fifty. You only got beans and rice and a tortilla. <laughs> hey, get like six of them bitches. <laughs> Solid. Dude, you can't eat anywhere for cheap anymore. Especially not up here. No way. It's just crazy. Subway's been shut down for a while. I think they just finally did their grand opening at that new location. That's still 16, 17 bucks. Want to hear some real funny shit about Ooh, Subway? Let's hear it. They moved into their new location. Garbage location. By Garbage way. location. <laughs> you can't even see it from the road. It's a corner lot of a strip mall. Not the not the spot to be. Hardly even. It's like. Well, and it's not even like a corner. Cause no. It's, they kind of butt up like you would a freaking building up a frame. You know? There's kind of that back corner that's not used. And they're in that one. Like, there's like a little the, inset cubby in there. Yeah, only half the building's exposed. And Apparently there was something in there before. Yeah, it was a state farm. Couldn't tell you. I've never, never seen it before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I only tell you because that's who we use. And that's I'd always be like, where's that fucking building? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> but we were plowing the sidewalk and I was sanding. And there's a fucking sandwich. Like in a bag on the sidewalk. Park the truck. (laughs) Got it. Full ass sandwich. Score. Nice. What kind was it? Uh, It was a veggie. It's a veg Uh, sandwich, which is kind of gay. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool. Stop by Safeway. Go get some ham. (laughs) Free. Dude, free is the best thing you're going to get for food. Oh, yeah. Can't beat a sidewalk sandwich. Dude. Can't really believe I wouldn't eat that gas station corn dog we found on the Dude, it's a fucking uh, or, uh, no, egg roll. Egg roll. <laughs> Dude, it was a mint condition. It we, was on the ground of the Nanilchik gas station. which is But it looks like but, someone, it just slipped out of the wrapper and someone was just like, But my thing, I don't dang. think they sell egg rolls there. I don't know anywhere on the peninsula you could get an egg roll. <laughs> that's, that's what threw me for a loop. <laughs> that's a real scary thought. <laughs> I don't think they do either. <laughs> I know they got hot dogs. They got some of the best soft serve in the state, in my opinion. They do have some banging soft serve. <laughs> we used to, when I was commercial fishing with Paul, we'd be driving up and Nora would always make a stop because she had to get Paul a cup of ice cream. <laughs> we used to do, <laughs> whatever worked for Icicle Seafoods, we'd drive up the road and we'd stop there and I'd get a root beer float every fucking <laughs> single time. Nice. I'd just grab one of the soft drink cups and, <laughs> and then fill it up with root beer and just like, Yep, it's only root beer. Hey, it's a soda. <laughs> that's, yeah, good times. That's hilarious. But small town Alaska shit. Hell yeah. Enjoy the little things. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, what'd you end up putting in for the for the draws? I'm sorry guys, we dropped the ball on that. I wanted to do like a I don't know. I wanted to incorporate the Alaska tag drawing with an episode, but I couldn't really figure out how to do it and then time got really short. We should have so, done like a live stream and then talked about it. That would have been fun. Maybe yeah. next year. Maybe we can do that for next month when the results come out. I'm do it live. Yeah. Pull it up. Get disappointed as a group. <laughs> Dude, last year nobody drew anything but Sam. Yeah. My this dad the- drew his brown bear, but that's, oh, that's still right. not till the spring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year. Yeah. Holy cow. What date? Do you know the dates on that? For the, uh, I do because it's going to be, a ri- we're going first, or he's going, hopefully I'll be going as well, but the very first week of the season, because he just, we had, he had two weeks he was looking to do it, but he was being greedy with the business and opened up the uh, second week to another black bear hunt, because we were already booked, completely booked out for this spring for black bear. But being the gracious guy my dad is and the workaholic that he is, he opened up two more weeks. So uh, there's one last available week. I believe it's the second week of June if you're interested in a one-of-a-kind fishing, hunting experience in Alaska. Let us know right in. Uh, you know the man in charge, So, uh, which is me and my dad. Uh, my dad kind of knows what he's doing. So No, I'm just kidding. He knows exactly <laughs> what the fuck's going on. But uh, let us know. Uh, super awesome opportunity to great hunts. Um, and we got one, one week left and we usually don't, uh, do this many hunts in a year. So, uh, and feel, awesome. uh, yeah, feel, uh, beautiful catch McBay. Oh dude, the crown gem of central Alaska, south that's central great. Alaska. So no, it's kick ass. Uh, let me know. Uh, if not, that's all right. Cause we're still booked out further than, uh, we even advertise on the website. So, which is really nice. Heck yeah. I've Can't beat it. heard rumors that people aren't booking out super well this year. 
Yeah, well, and there's also a bunch of, there's a couple, the problem with that industry is because we've been in it 10 years now and we've stuck to the same ethos and model the whole time. A lot of companies, they just try and operate a, what should be a small to smaller, medium-sized business and they try and just overload their plate with it. And so, so many of them gotten into also bear viewing and also this and also that. And so they're kind of a jack of all, you know, master none situation. Mm -hmm. And then slowly you know bookings dry up across the board and if you don't separate yourself and put yourself in that you know top five percent you're probably gonna have some open seats when the economy starts going to shit which for sure you know? your boy's seeing it <laughs> oh and also uh this trip if you get in now you'll get in before all of the price hikes due to the world we live in unfortunately yeah. no fuel surcharges and stuff on this season still so uh get it while it lasts because lord knows it won't be there for forever yeah it's no joke no. but no it's stoked i'm pretty sure this entire deer season is booked out i think there might be one uh kind of mid-season trip that's open but we're already past we're booked up for 10 that's usually what we run so i think we have an extra booking open for deer season as well so uh, a fun week yeah doesn't happen uh very often that we do extra trips so take advantage of it guys yeah that'd be tight heck yeah exciting but yeah so we'll be going first week of so it's like i think april 7th through because i think it opens the 4th of april something like that mm -hmm. and uh, i think we'll he's planning like the 7th through like the 17th it'll he'll push it around depending on his other hunts but he's pretty he's dead set on taking a big bear so he really wants to get you know a 10 footer which it's he's gonna have to put in his time but you know he says he's not coming back without anything big so we'll see about that but i <laughs> you know he's got the grounds locked down so you know he knows the places to be he's got the tag he wants so you know it's a monster tag we took three out in a week uh, a couple years ago and you know two 10 footers so they're in there we know it so just time to do it ourselves <laughs> maybe one will come to the beach right that's <laughs> what he's banking on beach bear beach bear but you know i think it's gonna be a high country hunt though just being that early it's gonna it's still definitely. gonna be end up but kodiak they melt sooner than we do so we'll see it'll be interesting to see we'll keep an eye on this winter see what the snow line's doing but it's yeah. gonna be a fucking badass trip Hopefully, I'll still get to be able to be a part of it. It kind of depends on what I'm doing for work at the time, but that's that's coming up quick. And but, uh, anyways, what what all did you put in? Because you put in for a little bit of everything, yeah, uh, which is good because I did too, and we need some luck. <laughs> Dude, no shit, we need to spread out um, across the bay goats, of course. Yeah. So I did the Grace and Sadie's. Did you split those three and three? Uh, I think I only put in two for each mm. something like that cheap ass yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> and just so you guys know up here like our the way our draw system work we have tons of over-the-counter opportunities which is awesome but we do have some draw tags 100 percent lottery so you pretty much buy a ticket if you get it you get it um but you're allowed to buy up to it's all electronic of course um but you're allowed up to six per species so in theory you could put in for five different units for the same species you just get one you know one ticket in the pool or you can do up to six for one uh, and you can break that down you're allowed six total per species and you can either put all six into one spread them out like sean you don't have to use all six if you don't want and Sean just said put two in for two separate units, which left him with two more, um, you know, tags for Mountain Goat if he wants. Um, but you don't have to put them all in. Put it for South Kodiak Road System. Nice. Two there as well? Yep. Heck yeah. So. Diversify. <laughs> yeah. So heaven forbid, it's pretty easy going to take the truck and a wheeler over there, mm -hmm. mob over, then hike out. Be pretty nice. Yeah. So. And then I did two different, no, three different moves here. I put one in for the cow tag just because. Yeah, might as well. Put three in for, um, I think it's 418, 418, 518. Mm, any bull. That's the 15C any bull, right? Yeah. yeah. So any bull for the lower Kenai and the Indonelchik area. Yeah, so pretty much it's south of the Kasilov Bridge there yeah. by the gas station. Yep. So I put in for those two different ones and I put in. I mean, I've left four, two of each, three of each, two, three. Of, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I applied for. Yeah, hey, that ain't bad. Uh, you didn't you do uh, caribou too up at the head oh, of the bay? Yeah, I did the Kenai Mountain, 
and Fox River. Nice. Yeah. That'll be sweet. I didn't do any caribou this year. I did um, cross the bay. I put all six into Dixon Glacier tag, uh, which is a little south of or north of the units you put in for. Um, I put in for Terror Bay Brown Bear. Uh, I think I did that. I can't remember if that was a spring or fall hunt. I don't know. I probably did spring. Easier to get the boat in the Good spring. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> it's hard Free to compete week. with the deer hunt schedule to get a week on the boat. It's hard for me to use my boat. Y'all need to quit, but bo- actually keep booking the boat out. But uh, could be so greedy. Yeah, <laughs> like, leave me a week, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, you're like we got a spare week, and I was like, well, you have a spare week. <laughs> <laughs> and then shit. What else did I put in for? So across the big goat, Kodiak brown bear. Uh, put all my moose tags into the cow. Uh, pool. Um, you gotta go for that any bull tag. Right? Yeah, I should have. I was gonna split them half and half, but I wasn't sure what my plans for this fall oh, were. Yeah, so yeah. I figured I'd Later play it on. safe and just uh, pull it up into the cow tag for this year. Didn't do any caribou. Should have done the local caribou units. I always mm-hmm. just forget about them because they're low, low draw odds. But good Super caribou. They're odds. tough to get to. But stupid low odds. Good, good caribou though. Um, put in for six in the toke management for sheep. Um, I didn't get too deep into my sheep unit this year because the numbers kind of all around the state are tough. But I was like, yeah, you can always get a ram out of toke for the most part. You put the miles in. So I went with that one. Um, oh, and then uh, east of Fognac, um, elk. Put in for the elk. Oh, no shit. There. Yeah. So I think that's I all think for my tags, that. but yeah, I almost forgot to do that because I was gonna I was gonna put in for the copper bison tag too, but I ended up not. Jordan did though, which was nice. We just kind of spread out. We kind of went cheap this year, didn't go go too crazy with it. But me and Jordan kind of diversified some draws, and then uh, I put in for the main ones that I'd want. Think about those bison hunts; they're fucking expensive. Yeah, holy shit! One of my coworkers went and his son drew one, and. He said it ended up taking a good chunk of change, but they've got a whole freezer full. Yeah. No, so. it's, I mean, it's definitely one of those kind of once-in-a-lifetime hunts. The odds yeah. are that way. So you kind of just have to put in and then, you know, max out the credit card whenever it happens. And, <laughs> you Pretty know, much. ask for forgiveness later. But, yeah. Because, yeah, the big problem, each, you know, if you've got a group of four people on a hunt, if you're flying that out of the field, you're, you know, most likely on a cub strip. If you're lucky at 185, even if you got a 185, you're getting two guys. It's going to still, t- and an eight, 185, it's probably going to still take three shuttles, which you're paying for six ways of, you know, you're, it's, it's going to get expensive. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I put her in for, I believe it's the 19C. Uh, unit for it but that's kind of out where i was guiding this fall and kind of know where those bison hang out and luckily know some of the pilots over there so maybe maybe get a little discount we'll see maybe not but you know i'm not above paying full price but you know try and use your connections when you can Dude, yeah <laughs> it's like uh the samantha's mom and boyfriend drew a party caribou for the kenai mountains mm. and they took a float plane into tuscany lake and shot Two nice size caribou. Nice. I was like, that's such a fucking awesome hunt. Yeah. It's beautiful back there. It's oh, insane. Yeah. It'd almost be shit. You could just put a skiff in on the Testamina and just leave a truck and trailer. Just freaking skiff over there. Dude, it'd be tight. Yeah. I know one of the guys I work with is, um, he lives in Happy Valley just far enough. I believe it is a federal subsistence hunt. At that point, because they shoot them in velvet mm-hmm. preseason, and he shot a not nice one right off the river. Yeah. I mean, he bowed it up, got on, shot it, and bowed it back out. Yeah, and I was like, that's fucking awesome. No, and they get some big caribou. I remember it was probably eight, ten years ago, but they were predicting the world record was going to come out of the keen I heard that year, and it didn't get killed. But you know, they used to say, oh, I hate saying this kind of shit. There used to be lots of caribou at the head of the bay. But since then, in predation and things like that, they've moved farther and farther and farther back. Mm-hmm. Their numbers have dwindled a little bit, but it's mainly just because they're so fucking hard to get. Yeah. You have to just use. not much access. A lot of it's wilderness. A lot of it, there's no airstrip access. Yeah. So you're kind of float plane based. <laughs> and then 
you know, a lot of people just don't want to put the miles on, especially for a caribou, and they can go, you know, do the 40-mile or something. Yeah. And the odds aren't great anyways. Uh-oh. But it's a cool little kind of, not hidden gem, but, a, you know, it's a local hunt. It's a good hunt if you can get it. And so, no, that was my, I dropped the bag with that and should have put in for that tag. One of the guys I work with, same guy who shot that moose, he was like, what tag did you put in for this year? I was like, oh, I'll put in for these ones. He's like, you son of a bitch. I put in for that tag. <laughs> I was like, well, hopefully I get drawn. We laugh. Best of luck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, well, I'm excited. It's me. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm excited. There's still a lot of opportunity at this point of the year. Oh, yeah. Spring just, bear. We got, oh, yeah. you know, tons of stuff. Even pressure hunt. Oh, yeah. Which I haven't prepared for at all. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I've been so behind the ball this winter, just been Dude. backlogged with stuff. And me too. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I've gotten to do a lot of traveling, but it's just like put me so behind the curve with what I was hoping to get done this winter. But, you know, I'd rather experience life than let it, you know, go past me. So, well, you know, we're lucky enough to get to do some skiing. We'll get some ice fishing in. Hopefully some, hopefully tag and bag a wolf or a yoke. We'll find out. Yeah, we get two more, three more months of winter pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's just starting. <laughs> yeah, winter is just now really kicking off for us down here. Yeah. I mean, shit, it was raining all the last couple of days. We finally got some of that storm that was hitting the uh, eastern part of the state. Man, it was blowing. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. It was cow. windy earlier today. It was blowing yeah. like a bitch. Yeah, which windy for us is, I don't know, 50. Yeah, 35, 35 plus. Yeah. So, and they were predicting like 80 mile an hour winds and shit like that. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Here? <laughs> well, that was like after we got off the mountain, the first run of the day, I was going up the chair with one of the uh, ski patrol guys, which chatting with him, and this other gal that was with us, she was working the New Year's and was bummed out because she was going to miss the mountain. He's like, yeah, we're probably going to be shut down at least all of Saturday because they're for the inlet there, they were looking at sustained gusts over 80 and stuff, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, no. could you imagine driving in the pasture and that kind of crap? Nasty. It would suck. Holy yeah. cow, it'd be white out for just blowing the crap on the ground. Mm-hmm. Get a friggin' snow blizzard go or a ground blizzard going real quick. Mm-hmm. But lots of good riding up. I haven't even fixed my sled up. I actually fired it up yesterday. Nice. Took cover off, fired it up, got it going. But I have a broken bumper that I should replace. I mean, I can still ride it just fine the way it is. But, you know, it's old skidoo rev chassis is a plastic bumper, and I've broken it lots of times. You hit things that are stronger than plastic on occasion. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time, actually. Trees are for traction and broken plastics. <laughs> yeah, good thing I ordered three last time I ordered them. Nice. But, oh, yeah. That's like, I forgot. On a Saturn note, um... My beloved four-wheeler is no longer mine. Oh, I parted right. ways with it. You guys have not heard the news yet. But uh was just trying to, you know, when I first bought it, I planned on running it for till you know, the chassis fell apart, basically. But, you know, started doing my guiding stuff and wasn't getting to use it. And, you know, very financially minded in the way I do most of my stuff. And I saw it as an asset, wanted to... Uh, Offload it while it still had value, and so I wasn't just making unnecessary payments on it. So had to let it go. Went to a great owner, awesome dude. Um, but yep, she she's gone. So we'll be looking for some form of an upgrade here in the near future. But uh, probably gonna roll that into a boat before uh, anything else, just because uh, mm. I love the water and uh, catching McBay's freaking awesome. So yeah, uh, during the summer, dude, it's the most beautiful thing you can do. Yeah, go up I, across the bay, go clamming. I showed you pictures of that uh, skiff of Paul's, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's very doable. Pretty handy guy. Yeah. No. Well, we'll we'll have to sit down with Paul, get a freaking game plan figured out with that, because uh, he's got a pretty sweet skiff. He's uh, giving us access to to use uh, as long as we uh, put a little TLC into it. And don't yeah, need dude. don't need much. I mean, it doesn't need any TLC. It just he wants to improve it, which is even better. We yeah. Do, um, make a really nice skiff and then run it whenever he wants. How awesome! Pull hots. <laughs> beautiful oh yeah the world's your oyster up here just got to get to it it's a fucking tough oyster to crack but once you do <laughs> it takes finances <laughs> or family lineage <laughs> yeah but hey can't can't win them all we can just freaking hoe our own row and that's what we're doing fucking ain't right oh yeah baby. That's, that's right baby that's right baby one step, <laughs> one step at a time yeah. two step forward one step back we're going positive can't go broke making a profit <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to tell me to. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully.
Hopefully we get some ice fishing done here soon. I got fire. I got shit to do. That's not ice fishing though. I know. That's it's just like we don't have any decent fishing local is the problem when mm-hmm. it comes to ice fish. Like it's a full if you want to do it right, we got to make a weekend of it. Yeah. And so far, weekends have, uh, well, one, the holidays. Also, every holiday this year was on a weekend, which is kind of a pain. It pisses me off. <laughs> pisses me off. So, I mean, eh, not really, but kind of. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's on a Saturday. I mean, timed it perfectly. Y'all but you still could, got Monday you, off. Shut the fuck up. Yo, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I had shit to do. I Isn't that a joke, though? Neither of the days were on a holiday, but you're like, but we get every holiday off, so let's just roll this bad boy another day. We couldn't just not get it off, and then then they would have to do paperwork and shit. (laughs) I'm okay with that, (laughs) but it's always something to do. We got some good skiing in. I got skis for Christmas. Heck yeah, from Samantha's mom. Badass. Hell yeah, some good skate skis. Nice. So I've been getting some exercise in. Heck yeah. Because you know your boy needs it. <laughs> I, I, I needed it. That's for I need it because the mountain did me dirty. <laughs> First time my quads have been shaky in ages. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, that was a quad burner the whole time. Holy shit. Yeah. When you're riding in power, it's powder, it's nothing like that. Yeah, you're just floating. It's so nice. Not on ice. Fighting it. Fight the mountain. Yeah. Fight the mountain. But good skis, get some good cross country skiing in. Samantha's rocking a little Stanley. We got a little corgi puppy, <laughs> so it throws him in like the backpack because there's not dogs allowed to be on the trails and things mm. like that. Whatever. Yeah, but, our dog would not do a backpack. No, <laughs> my puppy, your puppy, not the same puppy. <laughs> they are not They're one both of the same. like coats, which is adorable. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we have coat dogs. So. Yeah. <laughs> my parents have that short haired uh, mastiff. Yeah. Loves her coat. <laughs> yeah. Loves her fucking coat. Stanley cannot walk in his coat. He walks just half the speed. <laughs> He's like, tiny little legs. Yeah. Half his body is armpit, and now they just got shit in his armpits. And he just waddles. <laughs> Anyways. He's pretty cute. He's cute as hell. Not exactly an Alaska dog. <laughs> it's all right. Mine's a freaking couch potato. I'm going to have a non-useful dog for sure. Well, just like my non-useful chickens and my non-useful. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to life. Shit's All my not shit that doesn't get used, dude. I was telling the guys in the office about you know all the shit we did this weekend, mm. and they were just like, "And then what? And then what?" They're like trying to live vicariously <laughs> through. It was like I remember when I was young. <laughs> what did you do after that? I don't know. Went home. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, that's fun though. We gotta. We take a lot of things for granted, but for sure. We're just living the white trash dream, baby. Hell yeah. One Ta- day at a time. Talking to the ether, talking to our family out there. Our average Alaskan family. We love you guys. Bless up. Thanks for yeah. listening. We're sorry we've been shitty at our job lately. Dude, we need to hook up with uh the young guides. I know. We need to plan a fishing trip with them. I think that's what we should do. We should talk to them, get a date set and just like block out a calendar chunk. And go Anything do but this weekend and next weekend. Works for me. I'll talk. To, uh, I'll shoot them a message tomorrow probably and see what they've got on the ledger for coming up because it'd be a great time to go chew the fat with those guys and go do some fishing. Yeah. Frick yeah. I know yeah. Kyle's been hitting it hard about melted his tent. Have yeah, I see that. Fucking <laughs> wild, man. Wild man. Oh, dude. Ridiculous. It's cool, though. You got to get out there. Oh, I know. We just. We haven't had the opportunity to melt our tent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lord knows we would if we could. For sure. <laughs> well, he lives up in Anchorage. So they just have lakes galore up there. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of going to do it. We can fish the Kenai. It's just kind of sketch. Yeah. <laughs> I love an ice tent on those Kenai is sketch. Yeah. Uh, hey, we but like sketchy shit. Partially frozen over. <laughs> and you're like walking out to the edge, watching the river run by as That's you throw a hole. Right there. <laughs> but it's a good time. It's Thank fun. You. I got. My own honeydews this week. I have to do my truck tires. It's <laughs> still <Just laughs> fucking done. Let yeah. me know if you need a hand with that. You already got them on rims, right? Or do you have to take them in? I'm going to bust the ones that are on the rims off, put my other tires on, and then swap them. Nice. Yeah. You're going to go into, is your dad's shop ready for that stuff yet? Or? We'll be soon. We'll be yeah. soon. He has to go get the lift because this the whole trouble, the hold up for all this has been the lift. Oh, uh, yeah. Can't get people to bring it down. So he has to go end up grabbing a flatbed and going up and getting it. So, yeah, but it'd be awesome. That'd be so nice to have. <laughs> right. 
that's one thing in Alaska you have to have is a heated shop or yeah. at least a shop. Yeah, it's finally uh, heated here. Yeah, it's nice. It's no longer. It's toasty, dude. Dude, yeah, I got that. I only got that bad boy set to like fifty four. Yeah, it's balmy, dude. It's so much nice. <laughs> I've been outside every day the last three weeks. Yeah, shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, I saw you standing in the pissing rain in the dark the other morning. I was like. Get paid. Because at first I was pulling up, I was like, what is this truck doing? I was like, did it blow a tire on the curb? I was like, like, oh, it's Sean in the ditch. (laughs) Hi, ditch Sean. (laughs) You know, my language arts teacher, not going to say names, there's in the wise words of her, there will always be ditch diggers. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Nailed it. It just turns out, it's not my job, but someone's got to do it. Ditches got to get there somehow. Fucking right. Everybody's really grateful, though. We had people stop and give us coffee cards and stuff. And nice. It was really cool. Heck yeah. That's yeah. sweet. People give them back. People bring out, run us out cookies and stuff. Oh, see, I kind of just drove by, half attempted to not hit the puddle, half was like, eh, be fine. <laughs> Dude, I've had people hit the puddle just cooking right beside me. Thank goodness for rain gear. <laughs> Full rain gear, have my vest on the outside. Vest is soaked. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Hat's soaked. Run down my butt crack. It was freaking getting after it the other day. Luckily, we've been in the kind of slush zone, so we haven't gotten the freaking skating rink. Dude, the ice sucks. Yeah. It sucks so bad. Our driveway's actually nice right now because we got just enough snow and put just enough tire tracks into it, so it refroze with perfect tread patterns in it, so it's all stippled up. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's like I told you. Uh, I know I told you, but I still got those boots set up for it. But uh, right at the beginning, this is super icy. And Jordan wanted me to sand the driveway, and I couldn't walk up the driveway, so I threw my crampons on my boots, and I was just up there, tra- like I was just sitting there dragging my feet, just scraping oh, up the yeah. driveway. I was like, "This is way more efficient than dude." We got sets anything. of crampons for work today. Yeah, for being in the ditches. Nice. It was so slick. Were y'all running like just the like little micro spikes, just a little plastic pullovers, or were y'all running like full crampons? We're getting like, crampies, and, dude. Yeah, we're getting yeah. fucking crampies. <laughs> Nice. As long as someone doesn't step on the steam hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be pinholes. Just you gotta be careful. Those freaking, those comper, di- or not comper deals, what, uh, oh, weird name. But those things, they'll get after it. I, I thought I, right after I bought my brand new uh, 10 liter MSR bag, the dramedary bag, s- stepped in the center of it. Thought I for sure punched a hole through it. But hey, MSR held up with the their heavy duty fabric oh, on it. Bless so. up. Yeah, it was like the, <laughs> I hadn't even like filled it up yet. We'd just gotten into the high country. Still have my crampons. Oh no, I'd we'd ran out of water and I left it out and then it, that blizzard hit and buried it and then I, you know, forgot kind of forgot where I had it set and freaking stepped on it the next morning or something. I think I was fixing guy lines. Oh. Or I was like, son of a gun. I was just pissed and no but it didn't didn't break it but it will shred a tent <laughs> noted <laughs> almost did that as well also almost burnt my tent down on that trip with my pocket rocket <laughs> fucking pocket rocket yeah, middle of the blizzard i was like i need some oatmeal in the middle of the night <laughs> just oh, flamethrower through the vestibule i was like ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, wait, but, don't stop it with your hands yeah i almost tried that mm-hmm no, it's been it's been chill lately. Pretty been slow. slow going. Yeah, life slowed down a little bit, which is nice to a degree. It is. It is kind of nice to just let the brain just do its thing for post holiday lull. Yo, but we're gonna get out there. We oh, promise yeah. you guys, we're gonna do it for y'all. We're doing it for all y'all. For y'all. And I guess you know it's gonna pay off for you guys. Y'all, y'all, y'all are hanging in there with us. I promise you. It'll come back to do you good. We got great big plans in the future. Scope question. Scope question. Yeah, check this out. So my coworker has got Ruger AR and five five six, and he wants to hunt yotes with it and predators and things like that. Scope setup. What would you pick? Is he just using it for? Is it going to be just a hunting platform, like only using it, or is he going to like do some crossover stuff with like home protect, like? I would say mainly hunting. Yeah, because my, if I were to give like, I don't know, I'll do one, I'll do a breakdown for each. Uh, So if you've got an AR platform, it also depends on what he's got for his, um, oh shoot, what's the M-lock rail or whatever he's got. Whatever his mounting system is, that's going to be the biggest, uh, 
uh, hang up on what he can do with it. If he's going to do like, uh, like a coyote wolf gun, kind of a predator, you know, plinking rifle, I would just do something. I'd go something cheaper with it because usually if you're using an AR for that platform, you're going to kind of bang it up. It's going to be a utility gun, kind of a truck gun. Um, So I wouldn't even be, like, opposed to putting, like, one of the super cheap, like, Freedom Vortexes on it. It just kind of all depends on his budget and what he wants to do with it in the long run. But I would either do just, like, a cheap, like, 3 by 9 um, vortex freedom, or I think no, that's loophole makes the freedom line. But like even one of those loophole freedoms, yeah. Um, vortex is like the diamond, diamond back. back. Yeah, throw. You know, a, my only thing is if you're gonna put it on AR, I'd want something that goes down to at least like a three power. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, you don't need anything more than like eight nine power really. Um, especially because anything bigger than that, you're just going to get real bulky on that platform. If he wants to spend a little more money and if it was to go, like, cross-platform, some, like, home defense or, like, just kind of, like, you know, a toy rifle with, like, a hunting application, I'd almost go with, like, uh, putting, you know, moderately decent, like, uh, holographic sight, like a red dot with, uh, like, a four-times magnifier. Because you'd still be able to reach out and hit something, have some magnification, but you can also have a lot more compact of a full setup, and it just kind of be multi-purpose. You can use it for home defense, that type of stuff. But if you're going like a true, just building an AR hunting platform, um, if you want to shoot long distance, you know, maybe even just like a four to sixteen vortex diamondback, you know, something you can beat up. You've got your warranty. It's only going to cost you 400 500 bucks. Um That or even one of those, uh, I think it's Maven's RS1, the 2 to 10 lightweight. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only like a 38 millimeter objective. Like it's a, their small lightweight kind of mountain scope. That might be a really good AR platform. Put it on a, uh, a rail with like a little one-piece um, uh, rings on it. Keep it light, keep it slim. You got up to 10 power, got all the way down to 2 power, which is nice for any shots inside of 40 yards. Um, it doesn't break the bank. It's, you know, lifetime warranty. We love our Maven gear. That'd probably be, honestly, like for a just a good all-around scope that's not going to break the bank. Great warranty, good glass, simple. That lightweight 2 to 10 would probably be my, you know, go-to. And then, yeah, on the cheap end, just get a you know cheap vortex, uh, put it in good uh, on a good rail with good rings, and you know it should hold it zero just fine. You know, light recoil, nothing bad. Um, you can beat it up, use the warranty. You don't have to treat it like anything nice. Strap it to the wheeler. Um, but yeah, I'd probably do the two to ten uh, lightweight uh, Maven. Yeah, I was telling him about you know setting up for predators and things like that, and having a tripod or something like that would be mm-hmm. extremely helpful. There's some kind of magpole tripod or bipod mm. or something like that. Yeah, no, especially with tra- predator hunting, predator hunting. Um, a lot of guys like the seated from a tripod or mm. even just like a really tall bipod that they kind of kick out forward, sit behind. You just get a lot of mobility, a lot of range of motion. Uh, something like even like, uh, I know the Jim Shockey like trigger sticks, there's a couple different kinds you can get that are decent for something like that most of them are kind of like monopole style but they do have some uh uh like bifolding ones that i think i'm pretty sure they still carry those um but yeah i would honestly even just like a super cheap or not super cheap but like a cheap really good extending like harris bipod you know it's built tough they're heavier bulkier but they work great on the air platform um you've got good extension in them they're built tough um but yeah i would definitely recommend that for any any predator hunting something with quick target acquisition um and you know just something that's gonna be comfortable for you because you're gonna have you know a small window probably if you're probably looking at 150 yard shot in most situations up here a uh, small window to shoot in and just being set up where your rifle can be up ready and just pretty much get on the, get your cheek well and pull the trigger and be ready to go mm. would be my recommendations. Uh, Matt up north is talking, telling me about, we were shopping at Cabela's and what's the, 
shit. Is it a trigger stick? It's a pretty much it's a tracking pole. It's yeah, a glorified the, tra- tracking mm-hmm. pole that you automatically expand tripod. Never yeah. used one before. And he's like, dude, this is the best thing fucking ever. He's like, when you're shooting caribou at 40 miles, this is the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> They're nice. They're just big and bulky. Yeah, I was like, I've never, I've never used one before. Yeah, we, ever. Had, we had a couple guys try and bring them out on the hunts this fall and. They just Not the the problem man. with them is one they're big and bulky, two they're kind of heavy and they're just not really built to take abuse. Like if you're taking it on a ten day trip and you're got it out pretty much constantly, which you should, you should have access to it because if you don't, guess what? If you've got a shot, quick shot opportunity, you're not going to be able. To, like you're just, yeah. you know, you're going to be shooting free handed off the pack or prone. Um, but I find because they've got kind of the same as my tripod, but like the twist locking. Yeah, but it's also got the like quick release and those those tension points just always wear out, and then it just kind of they they're a good idea. And if you're only using them for one hundred a year, great pickup. They're fairly inexpensive, decent quality build, but they're just not built to get beat to shit. You're not going to get three seasons out of it if you're using it ten fifteen days a season, in my opinion. Yeah, he swears by him. He loves his. But no, they. I mean. Well, watched a bunch of dudes shoot off of them this fall, and I mean, I've, I've had their earlier models down in Texas, even you know, ten plus years ago, and they're not a bad product. They're just, no, it's a different market. It's definitely more of a brick and mortar, quantity over quality product, mm-hmm. um, which has its place. And for most people, it's going to do everything and then some for them. And you know, it just, I would never find myself uh, in the field with one just because I've got other tools that do the same thing, mm-hmm. and they just working my system better but that's you know everybody's got to build their own system and figure it out but that's definitely like that'd be something that i would recommend for somebody that's wanting to get into like uh predator hunting or something because it's fairly cheap it's going to do really good for you especially if you're just dabbling into it or wanting to get started or you know just it's like hey i want to try this out we'll spend a 100 bucks on this it'll definitely make your life easier you'll have it you're not going to beat it up that much if you're you know not doing it all that much or if you're not most people aren't going to dive in and do 50 days in a winter you mm-hmm. know out hunting on it and stuff but no i would definitely recommend it for anybody looking for like their first shooting you know stable shooting platform yeah him and his son really all of his kids his two daughters really started getting into like learning how to trap and running snares and things like that and he's like this is i want to do this next and i was like well all right we'll yeah. do it we'll get it going heck yeah no it's it's fun. We did an outing last year. Going to try and get at least one in this year, and hopefully, hopefully pull the trigger on something. But you know, I got the old Fox Pro in here somewhere. Yeah, amongst the stuff, I see that you're you're doing tile. Uh, I I am, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of fucking cut tile in here. <laughs> a lot of cut tile. I see your your mud pans got some holes in the bottom. Yeah, she leaks a little bit, but <laughs> she gets the job done. Oh, yeah. Makes enough mud in there. It'll eventually stop leaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it thick enough. Oh, yeah. Right, yep. Hopefully get more of that knocked out tomorrow and be done by Monday, hopefully, at least. That's a goal. Something like that. Yeah. You got brakes to do in my car. I got tires to do in my truck. I got oil change both. And it'll be a good solid weekend of getting shit done. Oh, yeah. I got to get the oil changed on the Jeep. It's due. All kinds of shit. But, hey, I'm just glad we got to sneak away for a little bit, talk to the lovely people out there. Um, we'll probably keep this one short for you guys because, um, to be frank, we wanted to catch up, ring in the new year, and, you know, we haven't been up to a whole lot of crazy stuff, so we're going to kind of keep it short for y'all. Um, we appreciate all y'all listening. Um, you know, we're going to keep keep putting them out there for you. Uh, we only promise to get better at it and to uh, put more energy, money, and effort into this thing as uh, this grows as a platform to talk to you all and as it grows into the future stuff that we hope it does. Um, and this can just be a nice auxiliary portion of it. So that's our goals in life, and uh, we want you all to be a part of it because we like you all. We like doing this, and uh, why not? But... um. It'll probably I'll probably never get good at uh, ending these though. It's horrible for retention rate. Midwest goodbye. Oh, dude, exactly. Or uh, what's what's the old what's the best one? The Swedish goodbye. Yeah. T- or no, it's Irish goodbye. Tell everybody to go fuck themselves and stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Where are you, where are you going? <laughs> I'll take another one. <laughs> uh-huh. 
But uh, but no, we just you know glad to be here through another year with you guys. This is the third year this podcast has been airing now. Holy shit, crazy! Because uh, we started in uh, twenty twenty one, technically. So uh, you know, we've only been going for a year truly. But uh, it's cool to think about it. Time flies, uh, and we're excited to continue to do it with you. Bless up. I was talking about Amen. you, Sean. Oh. Be grateful. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We love y'all. Go follow us on all the things. Y'all know where to find it. It's down in the description. We've already plugged it enough. But if you wouldn't mind, give us a like, subscribe, rate, review. You can say whatever in the review. Just be like, hey, this guy doesn't know how to end an episode. Get better at that. Be like, thanks, dude. Probably not. But Probably I'll work not. On it. <laughs> thanks for the advice. But uh, no, throw whatever down there. Uh, we'll do whatever we have to do back uh you know honestly it's just for the stupid uh tech world algorithm that runs the whole kit and caboodle so uh AI. help us do that so we can reach more of y'all so we can uh incorporate more of y'all into our awesome journey in life and hopefully it does nothing but reward you in the future so um thank you guys y'all have a blessed new year's good luck with all those resolutions and all those other things you're doing in the new year Goodbye and enjoy 2023. Peace. Deuces.